Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the midweek NFL edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and is is this thing on? Are we recording right now? Uh, answering that question first, and hopefully being heard after our Sunday homage to the silent film era in which we did a stream of silence, is my man, Sportsline Phil. Uh, homie, that talk was hot, but my mics weren't. Uh, regardless, how are you tonight, sir? Just making sure that thing works. Saxy, I'm doing good. You know, the, the old silent throwback movie that we threw up there on Sunday was uh, it was something, you know, but there were some winners in there. So I'm glad we got them out on the Friday show. You guys make fun of the Friday show. I was a little happy we had one this week. So there we go. Here we I, are. I, well, I'd never make fun of the Friday show, especially with the illustrious guests you had this week. Uh, you know, we uh, w- that was on all of the non-silent podcasts this week. Uh, I did make it out uh, two and oh, so. You know, for once, it feels like looking at these games early in the week is starting to make some sense. And making sense of these games with us early in the week, rounding out the crew, it's our old darts pro and our new hockey pro, Arch Stan. Arch, how are you this evening? I'm, I'm doing well. You know, it, it's, it's been tough for you, I know, to transition to the talkies. I mean, you like podcasts, but before they were talkies, so... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I prefer having it, you know, say up the script on the screen, you know, uh, exactly, exactly what's out ex- between between all of the action sequences. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arch, I mean, you've been hot as hell. I mean, uh, you know, maybe a little uh, pitch for the book club right here. You're off to a fire start with hockey. Uh, I, can, can you touch on how that's been going? I mean, it's been a lot of a lot of dogs. Yeah. Uh, we're only betting dogs. You know, this is yeah. tilting too. This is a, co- a collaborative effort here. Tilting couldn't do it without him. Um, yeah. We yeah. Fa- yes. We found that we found that betting dogs, certain dogs we like seem to hit pretty well over, over the last five years. So this is what we're doing and uh, go red wings. Go red wings. Let's, let's, uh, let's hope that holds out. Uh, Phil, I know that you enjoy yourself a little bit of hockey. Yes. I do now, you know, I, I was always <laughs> looking for a reason to bet it. Uh, it looks like we have a model that works. It back tested well over the last five years, I think, like Art said. And plus, I like picking apart Caesars on the anytime goal scorer market uh, when they hang some bad numbers. So I'm getting into hockey. It's 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 a changing of the guard. It is. Well, and, you know, it seems like you have uh, found a lot of discrepancies that exist between some of these books. So some 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 numbers that don't match. And it looks like Caesars has been your pal in a, a bit of this here. So if you're not already there, you got to be at Caesars, right? Got to have a got to have accounts everywhere because you never know what market you can exploit and win. So, um, you know, Caesars just happens to to hang some some weird numbers on some anytime goal scores compared to the market. So. 
I'm working on getting rebanned at Caesars. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Get rebanded at Caesars. I I love it. All right. Well, this is is not the hockey podcast, I guess, yet. This is uh the midweek NFL edition of the podcast. So let's talk about uh the midweek NFL game that we have on Thursday night. Uh it's a bit of a funky interconference matchup between the New Orleans Saints and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh currently the line's at a Saints minus one-ish. Uh totals at 39 and a half. And I can't figure out why the Jags are not favored here after their stellar performances in London and then taking care of business last week. Phil those Jags uh, are in your Colts division. So what are your thoughts looking at these lines right now? Well, I, I think um, Trevor Lawrence is there's some talk about him not playing or playing hurt. Um, so there's a big mystery that there was some positive news that he said he was probably going to play. But how effective can he be? It's a short week. So uh, the Jaguars are, are kind of banged up otherwise as well. They're they're going to be probably missing two offensive line starters. Uh, they're going to be down. Walker Little, who is a starting cornerback, and probably wide receiver Zay Jones. So they're going to have quite a few pieces missing, which is why I think this line is as close as it is. I'm I'm sort of leaning to New Orleans. I'm going to need Arch to talk me off a ledge because I, I I may have a blind spot for the Saints this year. <laughs> I think we the, AFC, or the NFC South is kind of a kind of a blind spot central, right? No, I mean we're really good at fading Carolina. I mean that's just a that's just a ship it every week. That that we seems go. to pay dividends like no other. And then the blind ship on Adam Thielen, whatever prop over, is also working out. So if we can rein in this this Saints team and get a read on it, we might end up pretty darn profitable. I like the Saints tomorrow. I don't love the Saints. I mean, one thing they do have going for them is definitely their defense. That defense is the real deal. It looks legit. Now, Carr. I mean, Derek Carr. Not good. Not good. Not looking good. Um, Carr hasn't looked good for a couple seasons now, I'd say. He's definitely on the downward slope. Is his red, I know we disagree on this, Phil, but his red zone troubles do seem to continue. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe a gimme yeah. Trevor Lawrence is, you know, <laughs> is what we need. So, I, you know, Saxon, I don't know what your um, immediate knee-jerk thoughts are on this game. Um, well, looking, looking at it, knee-jerk. Seeing points bet giving me two points of the Jags on the road, I mean, I sure am tempted to hop on the Jags, even if they are down. I feel like from a, a general how they're playing level, it doesn't feel like the Saints uh, are, are, are necessarily all there together. They had they, they, they beat up on a, a bad Patriots team. I feel like we, we look at that and say this is a very uh, uh, high-level roster, but... You know, you you spoke about the unders that they've had, uh, and, and and how they've struck on a lot of those. I mean, I I feel like if this is going to be a close game, I'm going to want those points. And uh, if I can catch two right now with the Jags, I'm I'm hyper tempted. I'm very tempted. So I might need the talking off the ledge in all reality here. <laughs> all right, you well, it, you heard it, folks. It's a it's a yeah, Saints it, play all the way. Okay, so we're definitely taking that under again, Saxy. All right, so it's fifteen okay. and one now. So the right. the Saints side. Did not cover, but we hit two out of three sides in that game. We got the under 42 and a half, and we got the plus money C.J. Stroud pick. We called his very first interception this year. That felt pretty good. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they only the the Saints only hung 13 points last week. The Jags, if you're just looking at the box score, they had 37. So you're kind of thinking, well, we've got a broken offense with New Orleans. We've got an offense that's that's humming in Jacksonville. And I think both of those scores are misleading. I I, I think there's a little more to the box score than, than what meets the eye. So. Jacksonville, when you break it down, um, 
they only had three drives over 25 yards for the entire game. The Saints, on the other hand, had seven drives over 40 yards. So they, they like Art said, had some trouble in the red zone and, and maximizing their opportunities to score points. So I think, again, that kind of lends itself to maybe a Saints play here because the Jags are 23rd in yards per pass allowed on the defensive side. They're 28th in sack rate. Um, and then on offense, they're only 20th in yards per play. So some of these underlying metrics are telling us to stay away from the Jags, but the box score is saying otherwise. So I, I think some of these, the squares and, and you know, the public is going to be in a hurry to bet Jacksonville. No offense, Saxy, but I think maybe the Saints are the side. Saxy's getting killed today. Sorry, well, Saxy. I love you. I mean, Friday was so much fun. I know. Listen, Friday was a great time. And it, I, I, I'm glad that I can suss out these lines for us and that uh, I, I can be, um, you know, the, the, the voice of the public here. And you guys can talk me off the ledge and I can feel smart on Thursday night when I'm actually uh, making some moolah on this one. Because I've had a rough go with my Thursday night bets, with my feelings on these Thursday night games. I don't know. Thursdays Thursdays are a tough read for me overall. Do you, uh, Arch, do you feel like Thursdays are a tough read given uh, the time in the week, limited time to prepare what can we expect out of these teams? Generally speaking, lower lower scoring games uh, is what we expect out of these most often. So uh, sometimes these spreads can be a little bit wacky. Oh yeah, and the games are wacky too. You're, I mean, these are guys are rolling out like base packages. They're not. There's no prep work being done. It's just you know, let's get healthy. Let's just do what we do, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, we can survive Thursday night football. It's, it's a terrible product. It is such a quick turnaround for yeah. an incredibly violent sport. It, it doesn't make any sense. These guys have no recovery time whatsoever. You know, and just taking it into bowling terms, because I'm, I'm sure we're all here for bowling. You know, a quick turnaround, even with bowling. And that's not incredibly physical, but you still feel it. And I can only imagine how much it's amplified in an NFL football game. The, the physicality is just incredible. So I can't imagine having to play a football game with just three days rest. It, it's it's nuts. Yeah. You know, they probably should pull it. They should have grabbed Julio Jones, the Saints sort of like instead of the Eagles, because he's Mr. Red Zone. You know, he's Mr. I had 20. Some, I had 20 touchdowns in the red zones in the last uh, 10 years. What is he? Chris Carter? <laughs> <laughs> 20. <laughs> yeah. Julio, oh. You should look it up. Julio Jones's red zone numbers are a bit. He's a non-entity in the red zone. That's hmm. I, I didn't realize that. I, I, I didn't terrible. realize. Terrible. I didn't realize so he's the that opposite Chris Carter is what I meant to say. Yes, he's the opposite yeah, yeah. Chris Carter. Yeah. The yeah. antithesis of Chris Carter. Okay. Well, um, that sounds like we have a general gauge here. Were there any other props or things that, uh, Phil, you were maybe looking at in that game? Anything you wanted to touch elsewhere in that? I, yeah, since since we're, we're you know not going to be on the air before this game goes, mm-hmm. uh, I want to talk about a couple props I've got. So we found a way to exploit Bet Rivers and a, a prop that they've got. Uh, like a boost that they give out. So you bet 10 bucks on the first touchdown score, and then you get a 50% boost to use in the game. And what I do is I pick two touchdown scores anytime and parlay those together and get it like a plus EV situation. And then you can cash out of your original bet for, I think you get $9 and 50 cents out of it. So it costs you 50 cents for the boost. Then you put yourself in a really good plus EV situation. So what I'm doing for that, I'm taking Alvin Kamara and these are not the best lines available, but once the boost, you know, becomes active, they, they are. So uh, I'm taking Alvin Kamara for the first one as a first touchdown score, plus 525. And then I'm going to use my boost, take 
Alvin Kamara anytime and Travis Etienne anytime. And that gets to plus 540 with the boost as a parlay. And then you can cash out your, your first bet if you'd like, or you can roll with the extra action. But that's what I'm doing for the, uh, the anytime scorer uh, market. I mean, I like that. Those seem like some uh, very uh, likely scores, given the thought that this is maybe going to be a little bit of an ugly game, probably keep it on the ground a bit. Arch, thoughts on that? Oh, I love that. I love that an awful lot. I think that, yeah, I think that's going to cash. Yeah, and at yeah, that number, you said it was plus five, some, 550? What was it? Yeah. Yeah, plus, plus 540 after the boost is applied. So, yeah, you get, you, you end up getting an extra, like, buck and a half on it. So, uh, you know, it's we're not going to get rich, but we've hit it a couple times in the book club this year. Yeah. Um, so it, it's certainly a profitable proposition. As far as regular props, I'm going to be looking at Alvin Kamara in the receiving market over catches and reception yards. So uh, three weeks ago against Tampa Bay, he had 13 catches for 33 yards. That's an NFL record for least yards with the most catches. <laughs> uh, and then in New England, he had three for 17. So really wasn't a a factor in the the pass catching department, but they won 34 to nothing. So he had 20, 22 carries in that game. Um, Last week against Houston, he again had eight targets, seven catches for 36 yards. So what I'm most in love with is the over catches, which is four and a half market wide. And I do like the receiving yards over 27 and a half, which is at FanDuel. So those are the two props that I'm on right now. And we'll probably add to it in the book club. Oh man, I dig those. I uh, it feel it feels like an Alvin Kamara type game. These uh these nice prime time affairs, and you know he had he had a couple weeks to rest early in this season. You know he's shaking the rust off by now. He looks like maybe he'll be uh fully into form, uh looking like our regular old week by week Alvin Kamara. Uh, Arch, you think that uh Alvin will be the the old Alvin this week? I mean, yeah, I do. But my only concern is this has got to be Jacksonville's game plan is to try and limit the damage he's going to do. That's that's got to be in the front of their minds. That's my only concern. I, I think that they'll they'll definitely limit the damage. I'm sure everybody else is is trying to limit the damage, and that's why he gets so many targets for so few yards. I mean that that's that that's part of it. I think part of the handicap. So, um, you know, we're we're getting a sort of a friendly line here on the the four and a half since he he I think he averages eight targets per game, and that was even with that little little three catch number in New England. So, uh, I like Kamara. I like the under. And I like the Saints. All right. I, I, I dig it. I, I, I dig it. I thank you guys for talking me off the ledge there. You know, I, I'm really glad that I have, uh, I get by with a little help from my friends here uh, in the book club. And if you want to get by with some help from your friends in the book club, all you have to do is head on over to everyonehateswentz.com. It's, it's a fun little place, our book club. It's a private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, other sports layered stuff, including prime access to the Speedway Steve 2 picks. If you want to come check out the book club, join some classy folks, we'll give you a one-time three days for free trial, Tone of Music, just to try it out, and after that, it's just 25 bucks a month. Uh, all you have to do to get that is just head on over to backdoorcover.org, or as mentioned before, everyone hates Wentz.com, and you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. Speaking of the book club, uh, Arch, you posted earlier this week your picks, or sorry, your uh, power rankings earlier today, and uh, we were kind of taking it apart a little bit in, in the book club, talking through it. Uh, just for uh, folks who are on the audio side here, it looks like at the top you have 49ers, Dolphins, Chiefs, Lions, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys, Ravens, Seahawks, and Jags rounding out the top 10 there. Uh, you know, it felt like there was general agreement that the Eagles are properly ranked where they are after the lo- uh, losses last week, and 
also uh, kind of feel like they slept walk a bit through the season. Uh, it, it feels like these numbers are great. It, uh, match our general sentiment. The Lions, I mean, it's great to see them up there at number four. I don't, I, this may be the highest in my lifetime Alliance team has ever been ranked in anything, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, just like, you know, hearkening back. And uh, otherwise, I mean, it still feels like the 49ers are a powerhouse and lost that game. Uh, they, they more lost the game than uh, Cleveland won the game at times, it felt like there. So uh, I, I'm kind of looking at this and feeling very positive about uh, these power rankings. Phil, what stood out to you about the power rankings? or uh, Do you have any overall thoughts on it? Uh, well... It was a little bit disheartening to see my beloved Colts take a tumble. And, uh, you know, we also got some bad, bad news with Anthony Richardson going under the knife. He's going to be gone for the rest of the year. So we talked over the past few weeks about how, you know, Gardner Minshew is A-OK as a middle reliever. But mm-hmm. once folks start getting film on him, uh, the jig is up. And I think the jig is up. He threw some bad picks on Sunday. I, I think the Colts down here in 26th place are ranked correctly. And uh, as soon as the the books process this news about Richardson, I'm going to be looking to play their under on the season win total the rest of the year. I, I, I just don't think Gardner can, can, you know, lead them to too many more wins. No, yeah, you- I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Gardner's not, he's not the answer. He's just not, he, he's a solid backup that you want to come in for like a drive, a series, maybe a quarter, but yeah. Long term, we know what he's made, you know what he's about. Yeah, you yeah know, I'm, I'm of... seeing an. Oh, go ahead, Sachs. No, 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 no. You go for it, Phil. I was going to say I, I do see an under seven and a half here at plus money, which is kind of intriguing. I, I, I don't want to knee jerk and bet it on the air here, but that that feels about right. That that feels like an under that we should probably be on the rest of the way. Uh, it's hard to see and imagine where they're going to get five more wins. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I, I would have to take it apart game by game, look through the schedule a little bit, and see uh, what the rest of that looks like. But overall, uh, yeah, it's 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 tough to um, with Richardson not there to believe that this Colts team is going to be able to push for the playoffs. I, I I thought that with him in, they did have a chance to uh, make some noise in that division. But it 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 feels uh, like with him out now. You know, it's going to be kind of mail it in situation a little bit. And uh, although, you know, your Colts, uh, lucky for you, looking at these power rankings, Arch, you have some numbers next to it that kind of uh, speak to some value or uh, the difference between these teams. And the Colts are leaps and bounds ahead of the team that's beneath them, uh, the Patriots, uh, at 27. Ah. You know, uh, suck it, Mac. Yeah, suck it, Mac. Oh, boy. Uh, Arch. You know, you're the one who built this thing. Uh, you used your genius brain, Watson IBM computer, uh, to, to to pull this or uh, put this together. In your eyes, what stood out to you? Was there anything that was a surprise? Um, a surprise. Yeah, the, the Rams being as high as they are. That d- does surprise me. I mean, you can see where the numbers take a dip right there. There's clearly a difference between the Jaguars and the Rams, but still that the Rams are that high. I'm personally higher on the Browns than I am on the Rams. I'm higher on the Jets than I am on the Rams, but here we are. The Rams are number 11. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've talked about their coach to cover and it, it, this is a, is this a, this is a sports betting power rankings. A, a, a like, is this, is this your overall, like, how would you describe this power rankings? It, it, you can loosely compare it to the spread like 
would it surprise you if the 49ers played the Panthers if the spread was 15, 14 and a half, 15 in that range? That'd be about right. No, I think it's dead on, yeah. 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 Got it. Okay. It's uh it, it it's a beautiful uh ranking system here that you've put together. And you know, uh I, I'm I guess I guess I'm happy that my Vikings have finally reached about what the uh level of their quarterback play is in uh in the simulation here. So uh, a negative at, at number. 18. Low well, average. At, yeah, Low at average. eighteen. At eighteen. They're just at eighteen right there. Low average. That's that's sorry, that's my boy Kirk Cousins. Uh well, you know, <laughs> spinning it forward, looking to this next week, uh, we were talking about one game pre show, and you guys already talked me off the ledge about that one. And uh I don't know, why, why why don't we just chat about that right now? Those those Rams that you were speaking of that are just at eleven uh, at the outside of the top ten looking in, uh playing the Steelers at home. They're favored by three points. Maybe is that a little bit sus that they think it's going to be this tight against the Steelers team that I don't know if we trust coming off a bye week. Yes. So I think that uh, uh, looking at this game, I mean, my knee jerk was to like the Rams. But you guys, again, very smartly, I get by with a little help from my friends. You talk me off the ledge here on this. So, uh, Arch, do you want to do you want to tell me uh, or tell the folks why I, uh, I am off the edge now? Okay, I, I like the Steelers in this one, plus the three points. It's a hold your nose. It's going to be an ugly, ugly game. You know I don't like much about the Steelers. I'm not entirely sold about their quarterback. I hate their offensive coordinator. That offensive line looks bad. It's only three points, though. Hmm? Give me the steel curtain, baby. Love it. Yeah, I mean, to me, that feels a little bit strange that it's uh, at, at that low a number. Phil, what are your thoughts on this line at minus three right now? Yeah, I, I sort of, I sort of agree with you guys. I'm, I'm probably going to have a uh, Steelers ticket. Mike Tomlin has been historically great off a of bye week. I think he's 12 and four. I saw uh, off a of bye week, uh, you know, in in his history. They, so they they got a little time to get healthier. Um, hopefully, they they've got somebody in Matt Canada's position because that offense is not clicking very well. Um, but I, I do like the Steelers in this position. The Rams, boy, they're they're having some trouble running back. Kyron Williams is going to be out. Um, I think they just re-signed, uh, one of the, the dudes off the practice squad. So things aren't, things aren't great for the Rams. We, you know, we were surprised by their production so far this year and they're sort of limited by, uh, their superstars in the skill positions. And when they start falling off and, and, you know, Stafford is an injury risk. Um, Cooper cup is always an injury risk and Aaron Donald is an injury risk. So, um, you know, when those pieces start start falling apart, I think this team will will start falling apart. So I, I, I sort of like the Steelers in this one. All right. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that uh, you guys have given me a nice gut check on that one. You know, the other one that I was really looking at that stood out to me it was one of the larger lines of the week. You know, generally speaking, this does appear to be a little more competitive of an affair this week uh, uh, as opposed to last week where we had a lot of uh, a couple of double digit uh, spreads where, you know, some college line level matchups here. But uh, this week, instead, uh, one of the bigger ones, I'm seeing Bills Patriots. Patriots are at home. They're catching eight and a half points. Bills, last four times they've played the Patriots, they have covered the eight and a half easy peasy. Uh, I know divisional matchups are weird, but it seems like uh, the Bills have had Bills number uh, for a bit going forward here. And to me, I kind of I kind of like I kind of like the Buffalo, the Bills of Buffalo in this situation. And I'm part of me wants to hop on that eight and a half right now. I see there's a nine over at DK. Wondering if this line maybe is going to start moving, and I should get on that eight and a half. Well, I can. Uh, Phil, thoughts on this one? I hate this game, Saxy. I, I I can't I I can't see myself getting on either side. So 
I'm really tired of trying to figure out who the Buffalo Bills are this year. It's, uh, you know, they'll be incredible and, and they beat the Dolphins by four touchdowns and then they they struggled and uh, had a miracle against the Giants last week on uh, Sunday night. You know, uh, a game they probably should have lost on uh, it looked to be pass interference on that last play in the in the end zone, <laughs> and then Tyrod Taylor at the end of the first half. So that's a, a bumbling idiot New York Giants squad that they almost lost to, and then they lost to the Jaguars the previous week in London. I'm just sick of trying to figure out what this team is, what their identity is, um, when Josh Allen is going to be good, when he's going to be bad. I, I know the Patriots are no good, um, but I, I can't lay nine with a team that I just can't figure out. Uh, okay, I hear you. Arch, what what do you think? Do I do I need to be uh, pump the brakes yet again uh, on, on my feelings this week, or uh, do, do you give me the go-ahead uh, to, to blow through this light and buy on the bills? I say go ahead and do it. Eight and a half. I think you do do it. You jump on. You jump on Buffalo. I mean, everything Phil said is bang on correct. Like Josh Allen is variance in human form. He's just you don't know what you're going to get. And uh, yeah, I, at eight and a half, I I, I like it. Nine, I, I start to get a little nervous. But eight and a half, I I think they cover that. Yeah, I'm just looking at your uh, power ranking numbers here, and it looks like. Uh... Yeah, eight and a half. That looks that looks. I'm, I'm mathing in my head. They say to never math uh, uh, when you're on record here. And uh, but it looks it looks it looks, yeah, like eight, close. it looks like eight and a half is good. Nine is the danger zone. So I'm feeling I'm feeling all right about that. I I I'll say it. I'm betting that uh, Bills minus the eight and a half right now. I'm gonna go hop on my phone. You guys need to bloviate bloviate about a game while I go do that. So uh, let me find. I think what was the other big uh, line? It was was it the seven and a half right there? Cardinals Seahawks. Ooh, premier avian matchup of the week right there. Yeah, uh, Seahawks at home seven and a half. This feels. I mean, the Seahawks are the better team. Divisional matchups can be weird, but don't we think that uh, the Seahawks can cover that seven and a half at home? No, oh, I, don't. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. I like the Cardinals at that seven and a half. I think the hook is going to trip a lot of people up. I think the Cardinals cover the seven and a half. Oh boy. Okay. I would I, be. I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying I was seeing visual disagreement within our uh, within within the ranks here. Phil, uh, tell me what are your thoughts on this? I um I would trust Seattle a little bit more than I would uh, the Cardinals, but uh, that would be the for the full game for. The first half, you're getting rich betting the Cardinals in the first half this year. Uh, so I would be looking at, you know, grabbing maybe four in, in the first half. That would probably be my favorite bet on this game. Um, I'm not quite there yet. I'll probably know by Friday's show. But um, this this Cardinals team, they just, um, boy, they, they sort of fall apart in, in the fourth quarter quite a bit. And it's becoming sort of a, a theme for this team, but they, they come out of the gates hot. They, they, they game plan. Well, uh, the first halves have been going their way. Like I said, you're getting rich if you're betting them in the first half. So I might look to, to jump on that trend. Plus four and a half Arizona Cardinals. First half is minus minus one eighteen. Plus four is minus one Oh seven. I would take the four and a half there. Yeah. I'm one eighteen. That's not too big of an ask. No, no, that feels, that feels good. Yeah. This, this Cardinals team, they have found ways to uh, stay in it a bit. Although I, <clears throat> I've seen they have covered, but then I there have been some of these uh, over touchdown lines. I can remember back to the 49ers game where uh, it was well beyond that, and it ended up just getting away from them. Now that that is against a 49ers team that is 
uh, leaps and bounds better than the Seahawks team, we should say. Uh, so uh, I, I, I can see that happening. I, I, I can see that happening. All right. Um, one other game that I wanted to touch on just going into this here, uh, Broncos-Packers. I may be in attendance at this one. So uh, looking Ooh. at this, I don't like the Packers minus the one right here on the road. I, I'm not. I don't think I'm getting any love this week on any of my picks or things that I'm that I'm feeling. I, I don't know if I. I don't know if I. It's my favorite, but right now, gun to my head, I think the minus one. These Bron- The I, what? What reason do we have to believe that the, uh, this Broncos team can cover any game? They have. They have not covered a game the entire season. In fact, they have pushed a single game. And with this one point, you know. Uh, uh, I, I, th- I think the Packers can cover that one. So I, I'm I'm kind of liking the Packers right here. Uh, as, as much as that hurts my Viking soul. Uh, Phil, what are your thoughts on this one? All right, let's 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 compare two quarterbacks and you tell me who's who, okay? <laughs> 1,593 passing yards, 11 passing touchdowns, five picks. That's player A. Player B, 1,305 passing yards, 12 passing touchdowns, four picks. So who's player A? Who's player B? Two uh, right, a- AFC West care, uh, quarterbacks. They are. I think. I, I think. I think. I have a, a, a hinkering idea that one of them is Patrick Mahomes and the other is uh, Russell Wilson. Is that correct? Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes has the sixteen hundred yards, eleven touchdowns, five picks. Russell Wilson thirteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, four picks. So. It's not like Russ is playing bad. You know, he, he, he's still a decent quarterback in the NFL. Now, the team around him is not very good. But if I'm going to war and you're making me pick a side, I'm going to take the Broncos at home against Jordan Love, who I hate. So I'm taking the Broncos here. <laughs> that Jordan Love hates seeping out of you, Phil. Uh, we can sense it here <laughs> on the air. Uh, Arch, what, what are your thoughts on this one? How do you feel looking at this? I'm leaning the Broncos in this one as well. Woo-hoo! Just a lean though. There's a lot oh, of things yeah. about the Bron- <laughs> There's a lot of things about the Broncos that worry me. I think chief among them. Did you guys see Russell Wilson run and he was running a scramble last week. He got hit pretty hard in, into the out of bounds. He was right on the line. He got hit hard on the Denver Broncos sideline. Do you know how many Broncos jumped up to rush to his defense? Not a one. Probably none because he's a lone wolf. Not a one. He Oof. is still hated in that team. And you know, we know the Broncos are going to cut him. They're going to eat. They're going to eat the eat the hit. He's not a Bronco next season. Oh, and this boy. requires no sex. <laughs> well, this with is, Rihanna, yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah. But uh, he did while he was, you know, getting hit on the sideline after scrambling. He did cash for the book club. And over rushing yards prop. So here's to you, Russ. I would have picked you up. Listen, uh, th- there's still value uh, within those legs of Russ a little bit. And it'll probably be a somewhat – do we think it's going to be an entertaining or an ugly game? That's my question. It's going to be entertaining because there's it, there's a lot that leads me to believe this will be uh, like, you know, a potential scores gami zone, like an 18 to 15 match or 18, you know, 12 matchup, something – Something silly and, and 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 strange numbered. Does that does that feel right? Yeah, and I agree with Phil. It's going to be an ugly game, but I think it's actually going to translate into a fun game, entertaining game. Yeah, yeah very well, good. And you know, if you're if you're like the uh, the guy that we all know and love, and he's not here right now, time to make the. F-
Donuts. Benny Bag of Donuts. He likes to tease. And I think the Broncos here at the one and a half are the perfect teaser candidate. Uh, you get that up to seven and a half and they're at home. Uh, so you just got to find a dance partner. I think that's going to be a very popular teaser leg this week. Oh, I like that. I like that. Although the Broncos do make the possible seem impossible. <laughs> they do. Well, you know, you never know what you're going to get to see when you go to see a game live. And uh, maybe I will get to see some of the impossible happen on that field. Uh, Are you going to be wearing a Broncos jersey at the game? I need to know. No shirt. This, this is part of my handicap. Part of the handicap. If I wear actual Broncos stuff. Yeah, are you how how invested are you going to be in the Broncos winning when you're at mile high? Oh, well, here's the thing. I mean, I'm going to be financially invested in the Packers winning the game is is what I'm saying. I'm likely going to be on that side of it. So, uh okay. as, as as far as it goes, I mean, is it going to hurt the Broncos for me to wear some Broncos gear? Should I should I absolutely put on my uh 5XL Elway jersey that I didn't realize was a 5XL when I got it on eBay 17 years ago and now uh still have it and it still is basically a moo on me should I like I could wear that and that has some negative omens around it generally speaking so well, if you're gonna uh, be neutral in your, in your attire and you're and you've bet on the Packers this is like the paycheck game you bet your whole paycheck on the Broncos to cover just saying we wouldn't recommend that here at the backdoor cover network that's the the uh the waiver that's the waiver. Oh my god! Yeah, you got you get you got to have a little waiver when uh when we get the full paycheck drainers out of Arch. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, spinning towards next week. What else is standing out to y'all? Uh, Phil, are there any lines that you've seen as I've been scrolling through uh on this Wednesday evening that you, you like at all? I like the Raiders on the road laying three against the Bears. It it seems to kind of go against a lot of rules of gambling, but. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be probably seeing a backup quarterback in Chicago and he really stinks. You know, we, I was invested in the bears, uh, last weekend and tangent or target, maybe, maybe arch can look up his name so we can poke fun at him while I'm talking here. Uh, but the Raiders in the, in a positive light, they found a way to score more than 19 points for the first time this year. And the safety to take them from 19 to 21 Got us a cover. So feeling good about the Raiders. Um, hoping Jimmy G plays. If he doesn't, I, I still don't mind laying the three because I think Hoyer, you know, he's a he's a veteran. He's gotten some some uh, you know actual game time as opposed to this kid out of a D two college for Chicago. Um, you know, Justin Fields really is the only weapon they have besides DJ Moore. I just like the Raiders here. Max Crosby should be a nightmare uh, for this kid and up against a, a, a battered offensive line. I, I really really see the Raiders covering this small number on the road, regardless of who's taking the snaps. Yeah, I mean, uh, as, as you talk me through uh, this game, it feels like a stoppable force, movable object game of the week right here, Raiders-Bears. Uh, Arch, It's becoming well, a thing that we like to bet on, isn't it, uh, Saxy? <laughs> it is, it is. Well, I mean, uh, honestly, uh, that that uh, the other game that I brought up just before, the Packers-Broncos, that's another candidate, I think, <laughs> that, that might be a uh, candidate, or a Matt candidate, uh, we'll see in the near future. Anywho, Arch, what are your thoughts on this Raiders Bears uh, minus three round Raiders? I am inclined to agree with Phil. I don't love it, but when you think about this game, I mean, what are the range of outcomes here? His name is pronounced uh, a gent, a gent, uh, gent, and he played. Uh, looks like his college ball at Division Two Shepherd University. Shepherd so that's a powerhouse. Go Rams. Go Rams. They're Rams. Yeah. 
The shepherd. Well, it's just if they're shepherding something. <laughs> shepherding all this cash we're going to win on the, the Raiders. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, Phil, uh, other games that stand out to you at all. I mean, divisional matchup, Commanders, Giants, that's kind of weird. It's, it seems like uh, Vegas is uh, putting their hands up in the air and saying this is weird, too, giving the Giants two and a half at home. Basically, what is that? What we like to refer to as the uh, the home advantage or whatever. So uh, any, any does that stand out at all, or is that a no-touch? Man, you're, you're pulling out the, the terrible games here when we got Chargers, Chiefs on the docket, Dolphins, Eagles. I mean... But you want to talk about the the Commanders Giants? I, that's probably a stay away for me, Saxy. I, I I I could not bet on the Giants, although I think they looked a little bit better with Tyrod Taylor under center uh, than Daniel Jones, which is probably saying a lot. Uh, they were competitive last week against the Bills with all the public eyes on it, um, so that would make me inclined to zig when everybody's zagging. So I would probably take the Commanders, I guess, but I I, I don't know if I'm going to bet this game. Archer, are you even going to uh, let this game seep into your brain at all in the mix of all those 11 a.m. games? Or uh, oh, not, are, 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 you, are, you, are you just removing it from your thought process? I have a feeling when I'm having my journey with Scott Hansen, there won't be many uh, look-ins on this game. <laughs> yeah, I get I get the feeling that uh, this one's not going to be. Well, I'm glad that we were able to share some thoughts on that one. Uh, Phil, you had some bangers that you wanted to hit. Uh, which what, what do you want to start with? Oh, well, I mean, I, I don't have, again, I don't have any real in-depth look, but uh, the Chargers, it looks like they're, uh, they're five and a half point dogs visiting the Chiefs, which will probably have a lot of eyes on it. This looks like a good four o'clock window. Uh, and then the Dolphins are, are two and a half point dogs on the road to Philly. Um, you know, and, and the Eagles are coming off a, a pretty bad loss last weekend. So how do they rebound? These are a couple games I'm definitely going to have to think about because um, I'll, I'll definitely want to have some action on them. I just don't know which way. Hmm. Arch, any immediate knee-jerk gut reactions, things you're going to bet early in the week? Uh, knee-jerk right now at two and a half. I kind of want a piece of the Eagles. I hate betting minus two and a halves, but the Eagles got to wake up. If the fucking Dolphins don't wake the Eagles up to actually play football, nothing will. So I, I actually think the Eagles have a good chance. I like it. There's, I mean, again, I was kind of alluding to this. We have a lot more close games this week uh, that that have some good scores and or uh, some closer total uh, spreads. And j- this one right here, Dolphins Eagles, man, it, it, it's a very the, the total was up at fifty one and a half. I think I was looking at it earlier. Wow. That, yeah. Do 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 we think? I mean, do we think this is going to be a high scoring game? Because the Eagles feels like don't tend to get in like shootouts all that much like this what do, do we see do we think this can get to that uh to that level of a game i mean the dolphins are a points factory basically Sorry, yeah i Phil. would oh i was just gonna say i would lean under here um last weekend actually unders i think were 13 and 2 across mm. the entire board um and with these two teams sure the dolphins can go off at any time but the eagles they are very efficient running the ball and sucking clock i mean uh Ooh, they've had some beautiful. incredibly <laughs> sucking clock clock c-l-o-c-k uh but they they've they've really really been efficient and um you know they've gone on some really long drives to close out halves and to close out games so if they're in the lead and they're playing keep away uh a, a backdoor score to get this thing over the total probably isn't coming so i i, I sort of lean the under there i like the under an awful lot 51 and a half feels too much um you know if it drops down to 50 50 and a half, I would maybe just avoid it entirely, but 51 and a half feels like too much. 
I like it. I like it. Agreement. And you don't even have to under. talk dirty. <laughs> I know. And agreement. Agreement on the under. Love it. The the under is always good until it isn't. Uh. Well, right. there was. I had I had one more that as scrolling through, I mean, let's be real. This has got to be the prime time game of eleven o'clock. Lions Ravens. Lions catching three on the road for the Ravens. Uh, Ravens, a team that has had trouble covering uh, some of these uh, some numbers throughout this year uh, against lesser opponents. It seems it seems that sometimes they'll play down to opponents. Sometimes they'll go to London a week early and play great for us. Uh, this Lions team, on the other hand. They seem to be an actual powerhouse. Looking at Arch's rankings, they're right there at the top, number four. It, it feels like they know how to take care of business. And catching a whole three even points here right now, I'm hyper-tempted to hop on those Lions. Maybe this is just my distrust of teams that wear purple in the NFL. Uh, Arch, any thoughts on this one right now? Lions I, catching three on the road. Yeah, that's that's a bizarre line, isn't it? Three on the road from the Lions? What are they thinking? A little cold, a little rainy in Baltimore? Uh, slows them down a little bit? I don't know. But until I do a deeper dive, I, I guess I would lean Lions just because I I'm, this is a head scratcher. I don't know what to do. Yeah, uh, Arch. So I, I would lean the Lions here too. The, the Ravens, they have not looked great in second halves this year. So yeah, they, they got Saxe and I a cover on, on Sunday, uh, laying the four. But that we were we were in full sweat mode. Um, you know, it was eighteen to three at half halftime, um, and it ended up being in the fourth quarter late. First and goal from the one. Uh, the Titans needed a touchdown and a, a two point conversion, and um, you know they ended up w- with a couple sacks and then uh, penalties. They kicked a field goal instead. But if they had converted that touchdown and, and the two point conversion, we're, we're not covering the four. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, this has been a team that that can get out quick, but they'll let teams back in. And the way Jared Goff is playing, um, and they just got a whole heck of a lot healthier last week. This Lions team is a wagon, and uh, boy, it would be tough to to step in front of them. Plus, the Ravens, boy, they, they they're just they're not getting it done. They're not playing full sixty minutes of football. I, I would kind of agree with Arch here and take the Lions. I I'm glad we're getting some uh, some full on agreement on this Lions team. They they may start becoming my new uh, favorite NFC North team. I don't know. They, they, they're a lot of fun to watch. I'm enjoying it. Just. All right, folks, are, are, were there any other games that y'all were looking at this week at all y'all wanted to chat about? Uh, I mean, there's a my purple and gold are playing on that Monday night affair against the 49ers. No. I kind of like them. Uh, I kind of like them. Yeah, like like seven, yeah. Catching a touchdown at home? I do. I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, um, Brock Purdy, not great. The, the Niners just caught a loss. C-Mac got a little banged up. Um Debo got banged up as well. Who knows what his status is? Uh, this Niners team, they, they, they might be looking ahead. Uh, they might just be looking to do just enough and get a, get a win. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable laying a big number. The Vikings, great offense, very poor defense, uh, tends to, to lead to shootouts and, and close games. Give me the touchdown, I guess. Shoot. I guess. Yeah. You is. know, I, I guess. I, I would have... It would be very difficult, it's very difficult, to put aside my trauma, the trauma of my entire life as a Vikings fan, uh, and and look at this game with them catching seven points at home, and uh, think that Vegas is wrong, and they can cover that seven, but goodness knows, I'm I'm not going to say anything, I'm I'm going to, 
we're gonna say I stay away from this one because I, I I don't want to ruin it for you guys. You guys like it. I, I I'm gonna be happy if they if they keep it within seven. I, I we were talking Arch and I were talking offline uh, in the book club this week about my uh, uh, my Vikes and what they're looking at over the next few games. And I was thinking they may be sellers of Kirk Cousins coming up. I think that they could be selling. I I, I feel like. He has, I know he has a no-trade clause, and it doesn't sound like he's willing to uh, give it up. So it is a moot point, but regardless, I, I, I thought this Vikings team, they're gonna, I thought this was a definite loss. They circled on the calendar. They may be able to make it to a competent-looking record, but certainly not going to be a competent-looking team at the end of the year. Uh, but we are a competent-looking bunch of fellows. I, do you guys have anything else y'all want to chat about this week? That's all I got, baby. Send us home. Alrighty, homies, that's all we've got for you this evening. So you can follow us on the podcast, on our Instagram page, at Backdoor.Bets, and our Twitter, at BackdoorCM, where we've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. Watch us live on Twitch, at BackdoorBets. You can join the book club at EveryoneHatesWentz.com. And until next week, you stay classy. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.